check one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Welcome to CAG Foreplay, episode number 50. It's July 30th, 2008. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I am your host, Shipwreck. (laughs) (laughs) You can't laugh. I just got over the giggles. That's really enthusiastic. Well, I was trying not to laugh. I've been laughing for about a minute and a half for no reason whatsoever. You get in these moods sometimes and you just can't stop laughing. It's kind of infuriating sometimes. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to be serious and, and upset at me at the same time. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, last episode. Yes. We talked about some games. I don't remember what we talked about. Not, they weren't very Not many very good games. I remember, I know Frisky Tanuki uh, got on me for saying that just the first episode of Siren was coming out when the whole game of Siren was coming out. That was the PlayStation Network game. Yeah, that was in episodes. Yeah, but they released all the episodes at one time. But we cleared that up a little bit on the CADcast. You didn't have to wait for the episodes then? No, they put them all out at once. Then why not just combine them into one game? Well, they did that. They offered it as one game for $40, or you could buy the three different packs of episodes for $15 each. Why would you do that? I guess if you just want to try the game for $15. Hmm. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It doesn't to me, but hmm. if you're one of those people that makes sense to, I guess Sony's doing spend, something right there. I wouldn't send $15 to try it. Well, that's basically what you're doing. Right. Yeah. It still doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Okay. All right. Um. Well, that was an interesting intro there. <laughs> It was not quite interesting. What, was a good way to describe not that. Not quite what I was looking for for our big fiftieth episode. Oh, that is our. It's our. It's number five zero. Right, but I'm not quite sure how to make it snazzier, so I'm just gonna go with it. I'm not quite sure what to do for a big fiftieth spectacular either. So we should plan it out right now. I feel like we should have fireworks, but I'm not sure how that would work out audio wise. Some celebrities could call in. Right, right. We could have done a call-in show and taken live callers. We could have. That's not going to happen. <laughs> this is pretty much just your standard episode of, of CAG foreplay going to happen here. Yeah. it's It's been kind of a busy, hectic week. Yes. We're going on vacation Saturday. Yeah. That's couple days three here. days from now. Yes. So uh, We got nothing packed. No, nothing packed. Uh, a lot of cleaning to do because our house sitter is going to come over and take care of uh, iPod the cat. I, I talked about him a little bit on the CAD cast. You didn't talk about the whole thing. I don't know. People didn't really want to hear about it. I don't know if they want to hear what, what the ending of that. People, he, he's, re, he's recuperating upstairs. He's doing just fine now. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone wants to hear about that. No. It was a sex change of sorts is what happened. Poor iPod. <laughs> it's really been through a lot. Yes. But anyway. Uh, wait, no show next week. As no, you we will be in Mexico. Right. For the big CAG meetup in the, the Mayan Riviera. What? It's going to be you and me. 
Okay. It's like, <laughs> um, we're going on this trip for our anniversary, so I really hope that you didn't invite someone. <laughs> oh, no. They can stop on by. Great. We will be the whitest people you see in the Mayan Riviera. Only for like a day, and then I'll just blend right in. And I'll be red. Bright red. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Well, we bought you 50 SPF Sunblack. You, you wouldn't know, let me buy the 85. You know it's not going to matter. I'm still going to get burnt. Oh, yeah. You get burnt all the time. Yeah. So I got, I got that. To look and then you to. wouldn't let me buy the aloe. We have aloe. Yeah, but it's like eight years old. That'll work. I'm pretty sure it's just alcohol in gel form now. That, that'll be fine. That'll feel nice and cool <laughs> when I put that on. Oh, yeah. It'll burn like hell. <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah. So, See, we got all kinds of things that we can talk about on our next show when we come back. Yeah, so no show next week. Right. Uh, but uh, we'll have a big 51st show. See, you keep saying we're going to have these big shows. Well, that keeps but, the listeners coming back. Yeah, but there's not anything good coming out. Just like and all this really talk about it's really hard aloe. to have, like, maybe we'll have a big 80th show because that'll be Christmas time. And there'll be, and a, there'll lot. be a lot out. And it'll be good stuff. 80. I don't. I think Christmas time will be before 80th. 30 show. divided by 4. Is 7 point something. Right. So 7 months from now. It's beyond that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sure just, February just, would be big too. Yeah. February is usually huge. Right. Anyway. Uh, you, you posted some good mail that we got from Lick. Was this a PM? Oh, uh, this was a PM or an e- No, this was an email. This okay. was an email. And Luke said, hey, Shippy, just wanted to point out that you love Final Fantasy IX. Four. Four. <laughs> wow, I'm off. I'm really off this week. Not so good on my Roman numerals. Can't think of them on the fly, which makes it difficult with Final Fantasy. Uh, the story is excellent and one of the best. It's the game that made me fell, fall, made me fell in love. How do you make that pastime? He, he made he me fall in fall love. Fall in love, yes. Uh, with the series. By the way, people have compared Final Fantasy IV and Star Wars because they have similar story elements, so it's perfect, right? Anyways, it's one of the best in the series and definitely a must-play. I'm shocked you never played it. Um, I will try to fix that. I'm going to take my DS with us on our vacation, so I will take uh, Final Fantasy IV for the Game Boy Advance because we own that, and I really don't feel like paying $40 for a, a DS, DS game. Version? Yeah. Hmm. Fair enough you got to take your iPod, too, because you have iPod games, and we have Bose Stereo in our room that you can plug your iPod into. And our room comes with an iPod, remember? Not one to keep, but one pre-programmed as cheesy music. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, is, it all, uh, is it all, like, Mexican music? Or? I don't know. Hmm. So you don't know if it's all just, like, live in la vida loca? Oh, my God. I hope not. Well. Who's the other guy? Uh, Enrique? Menudo? No, in, uh, the, the Iglesias. The guys who whisper? Yeah, and that could be mixed in, too. Yes, that could. See, it's not just living La Vida Loca. No, it, it's them, Menudo, <laughs> and that other guy. That's the Mexican music we know. <laughs> okay. That's pretty sad. That is sad. Uh, down with the ships. What have we been playing? Um, We have been playing Viva Pinata. We've been playing a lot of that. Yeah, we got made fun of a lot for that. We did, from who? I- um, Kamish. Kamish made fun of me. Oh, okay. Uh, and several people commented about how much we've been playing Viva Pinata. Thorbon, maybe, I think, commented, because he's also the one that told me to make a garden entirely out of water. 
I just thought it was interesting that we were doing all this virtual gardening this weekend when our outside garden is is full of weeds. I tried to find some neighborhood kids to weed out front today, and we live in a nice neighborhood, so none of them think that $30 to weed is very big of a deal. Well, I I don't think... You were not going to pay me $30 to go out there and do it. Yeah, but when you're eight... And there's no chippopotamuses out there either. True. That's really what my goal is. Yeah. Well... and all the achievements. I'm only two achievements away now. I know. You finally hit that big 5.050 hours playing game time, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. see, I'm not even close. Well, you'll have to work on that. Because you really were obsessed with it when it first came out, and I wasn't. I was at school a lot. Right. Okay. So, moving on, I've also been playing and beat Touch Detective 2.5, and, and I'm currently working the bonus mission to try and actually 100% it. Very nice. I still haven't played that at all. It's exactly the same as the first one, but it's better. It seems like it might be a little shorter. Hmm, probably. I got stuck on one level that that added some time. Oh, okay. But uh, you've been playing some game called Lunar Legend? Yeah, that's. I've been playing that on my DS. It's a Game Boy Advance uh, RPG. Okay. Is and it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's based... I've never played any of the Lunar series before. And this is kind of a remake of Lunar Silver Story, Silver Star Story, uh, which was out on the PlayStation 1, and I think like the Saturn or, or something like that as well. I don't know. I, I just randomly went downstairs and picked out a game, and, and this was it. Um, it's your traditional Japanese turn-based uh, battle system. It's kind of weird. You can set it to auto-fight, and then it, uh, it just you just sit there and watch them fight. And you, you can, like, jump out of the auto if something's going horribly wrong. Yeah, that would bore me, I think. It's okay if you're going through an area where you're way better way than overpowered. The because yeah. it, it's all random battles where yeah. you're just you, walking along and all of a sudden. You walk two steps and yeah. then bam. Then you walk two more steps and bam. Right. Yeah, that, that's annoying. So that probably does make Yeah, it so better. then you can just hit the auto button. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's your pretty standard RPG. The only thing that kind of dates it is there's a lot of walking around in towns where there's a lot of characters that you can talk to but don't really offer you anything useful they're just going to like say something to you and you're like i have no idea if you're the person i'm supposed to be talking to or not please change something so i can move on but so i i spent i don't know maybe 15 20 minutes one night just walking around town talking to every person i could find until i finally found the right person that's kind of how I'm at with Touch Detective two and a half. Right. So I, I kind of wish it would get to the battles a little bit quicker, but I think I'm about, I don't know, probably a quarter of the way through. and I'll finish it up before, probably before we leave on vacation because I've been hammering through it pretty quickly. In what spare time are you playing this game? I play it before we go to bed at night. Okay. That's fair enough. But we might not be going to bed on Friday because we have a plane to catch on Saturday and nothing packed. Ah, I don't get that. <laughs> Mexico, Mexico will be there. <laughs> yeah, but our flights won't. Ah, the flight will be there, too. As long as we show up, we can just go down to Mexico and get clothes there. No, that's an awful plan. <laughs> no. No. Um, okay, so moving on to shopping, because you did do some shopping this week. You bought Blastworks for $10 at Best Buy. Yeah, that was $10 at Best Buy for like a day, and then it went back up to 20 it was originally 40 then dropped to 
ten dollars and then and then they went oops the, then they went oops and put it back up to twenty. But we've talked about that quite a bit in the past. It was uh the uh side scrolling shooter that had kind of Katamari Damacy type effects where you once you shoot the enemies their planes kinda of like flip up in the air. And or, attach onto your ship. And you can attach them and if you catch them in the right direction you can you can uh kind of determine which way their bullets are going to shoot. So you can have ships that are the whole screen uh, big. big. And you can hit a button, and it shrinks it back down to your normal ship so that you can, like, get in between all the different bullets and everything without it blowing apart your bigger ship. Huh. So it's kind of a it's kind of a neat uh, little mechanic there. And so you of, played some of it? Yeah, I played through the first, uh, first chapter, I think, which was, like, three or four levels of the campaign. And, of course, this has all of the... Uh, create a, I don't know, enemy, create a uh, ship type of stuff where you can go online and queue up stuff and download some stuff, which I went online and queued up uh, a bunch of stuff. You do it on on their website. Um, but I haven't gone back to the Wii yet to download those things into the game. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to take up a pretty good chunk of Wii memory. Which, <laughs> of course. Right, which there's not a ton to go around. Uh, you also bought Lufia in the Fortress of Doom. When did you buy that? I bought that earlier in the week uh, when I went to Play and Trade. They had somebody had come in and, and traded in a whole bunch of Super Nintendo RPGs. So I picked up Lufia and I picked up Earthbound, which uh, I'm pretty happy to find that. Um, you said that was hard to find. Yeah, Earthbound's pretty hard to find, especially at a, at a good price. And it, it was card only, but it's in really good shape, and I got it. I had a little bit of store credit, and I ended up getting it for like, I don't know, thirty-five dollars or something like that, which which is pretty decent. Thirty-five. Yeah. Huh. It, it's really hard to find a complete version of it because it came in a big box with a strategy guide, and it was towards the end of the Super Nintendo's life cycle. I, I remember see. seeing them piled up in Toys R Us in these big bins back in when I was I don't know in junior high or maybe freshman in high school or something. And I just thought, ah, that game must suck. And I could have bought, I don't know, about 20 or 30 of these things. They were just piled up up really high. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, well. Uh, Moving on to our contest, because we didn't have one last week, and we promised that we'd be giving away all the swag that you got. Yes, I did. And I, uh, we will do that today. I also, I just thought, I just saw it on the table, that Nyko sent us some products to review. Yes. Uh, And I got those today, so I'll review those when we get back from Mexico. Yeah, there's some good uh, Wii products. Yeah, uh, one of them is the Cord Free, uh, which uh, attaches to your nunchuck and uh, makes it... It's not the one that they're having a lawsuit over with Nintendo right now. It's the one that you actually set the Nintendo's nunchuck in there and it wraps the cable around it, and then you stick the little wireless thing into the Wiimote. And then they also sent us the perfect shot, which is the uh, kind of Wii Zapper kind of thing that looks like a pistol. So I'm looking forward to trying those out. Yeah, that'll be exciting. The funny thing is, it came addressed to Cheap Associates Gamer. Huh. <laughs> like, yeah. I think they actually, I think Nyko actually wrote Cheap Ass Gamer on it, but I think UPS must have thought ass couldn't be right. And it was Associates. Uh, <laughs> so it was Associates. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. I got a kick out of that. Huh. But as far as our contest goes for stuff that we're giving away. Um, yes, you came up with this contest. 
Yes. And should we go through the prizes first or go through the contest first? Um, prizes. Okay. Uh, there wasn't a ton of swag, and I tried not to grab anything just to be grabbing swag. Like, I, I made sure I looked at their game or, like, spent some time at their booth right. or something. Um, but there, there's a handful of stuff. Yes, a handful. And one of those things is a giant foam finger. Yes, it is a giant foam. It's red. Yes. And it looks like the, you know, war number one foam finger that you would get at a football game. Yes, and that is for the new uh, Tecmo Bowl kickoff for the, uh, for the DS. That'll so be that fun will... to mail. Oh, it, it bends up nicely and it'll Does fit it? into an envelope. Okay, yes. good. Uh, and there was also a Leatherman type of thing, like a little like knife slash scissors slash right. flashlight a type of thing. All in one kind of thing. Yeah, and that was from the agency, uh, the Sony Online. It's that's pretty cool. I think that's probably the coolest prize. Uh, That and the foam finger are both pretty neat. Uh, Ninja Town. Yeah, there's a little Ninja Town button that has a baby ninja on it. Right. Uh, That will be included there, and there was uh, at least one more thing. Gamecock socks. Oh, Gamecock socks. Yes. And which are a pair of socks that say Gamecock on them. And a game. (laughs) There was something else. Gamecock. Oh, there was a button uh, voting for their president for the ESA, uh, which will be included with the Gamecock socks. Yes, and there might be one or two other little things. Uh, I gotta dig you through. You still haven't unpacked. Yeah, um, I, well, I still I've unpacked. I just haven't gone through all the stuff yet. Kind of. Uh, yeah. So those are our prizes. I mean, it's not a ton of swag, but swag yes. nonetheless. And it's all gonna go to one person. Yes. So they'll get cool stuff. Yeah. And the contest is, what was your game of the show at E3 and what makes you excited about it? Right. I'm interested to hear what everybody thought uh, that was didn't... the coolest thing. Yeah, that didn't actually go to the show, just to see what the uh, the outside view of it was. So enter the separate forum and we'll draw a winner in two weeks at our next show. Yes. So on to the new releases, which is the whole point. Mm-hmm. And there are some good new releases and some... Eh. It's a really slow week, and actually some of these games have gotten pushed back to next week already. But we'll talk about them now. Yeah, we'll talk about them now since we're not having a show next week, and then we'll pick up whatever we miss next week. I'm sure we'll at least touch on it in the next show. I don't know if we'll have write-ups, but we'll We'll touch on it. We'll see. Uh, Starting off multi-platform, we have Ford Racing Off-Road. That's exciting. This is my exciting face. (laughs) It looks like a very exciting face. It's more like a grimace. But I'm excited internally for Ford Racing Off-Road. I bet. Uh, It's coming out for the PS2, the PSP, and the Wii. Racing games aren't my thing. Especially not budget racing games, probably. But you get to race as uh, SUVs and, like, Ford Rangers and stuff. It's pretty exciting. It's not really looking me. I used to like this game called... uh, Well, there was two off-road racing games that I liked... For some reason, back in the day. The one that you ran people over? That one's the one that you liked. The one where I ran... You think of Carmageddon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not really an off-road racer, but good game, yes. Kind of like an off-road racer. Kind of. Yeah. Except you were on roads. No, you... I'm thinking of one where you had a bunch of trucks and you mashed them into each other. Oh. You were like a school bus. You are thinking of Vigilante truck. 8. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, that one has a little bit more off-road, yeah. yeah. But that's that's a lot more action-packed. And less racing. And less racing. Probably why these games stick out in my mind, because the racing ones, not so much. Yeah, I used to play Test Drive Off-Road a lot, and I used to play 4x4 Evo. 
a lot. And this is kind of in the same vein as them, but maybe a little bit lower budget, but the same exact kind of like barren environments. <laughs> and then you have to like find the whole point is to find the shortcuts. Uh, and that's pretty much it. They have uh, station wagons in there. Still not hooking me. Uh, hmm. You might not get hooked then. <laughs> well, let's let's move on. Sounds good. Then to MLB Power Pros 2008 because this kind of looked like fun. Oh, this is a good game. These are the little people, right? They kind of look like the South Park characters. Yeah, that's a good way to to uh, describe them. I, I mean, think. not really. I mean, they're but they look kind of look like that. They don't look like me's. No, but you can put your me in in certain versions of uh, or certain modes in the Wii version of of this game. And this is coming out for the Wii and the PlayStation 2. Yes. And I played this at E3. Uh, I played it for the Wii at E3. And it's a lot like last year's version. Um, The gameplay is almost identical. And it's not a a Wii game where you're actually going to be, like, swinging the bat or doing anything like in Wii Sports. Right. It's it's all controlled with the... uh, with the D-pad and the analog stick and, and the buttons, it's actually easier to play with the the classic controller. But it, I was playing it at, on the show floor with the Wiimote and the nunchuck. Um, there are a couple modes in there, like Home Run Derby, and you can play exhibition games where it has Wii Motion controls. But the majority of the game just plays like a straight-up baseball game. And it's really fun. It's really easy. It reminds me of like the old baseball games that I liked. Like uh, RBI Baseball, where it has a similar aesthetic to those guys, too, where right. they're little short, squatty yeah. guys. Short and squatty. Yeah, and while there's a lot of depth in, like, the stats, and there's, like, a really in-depth RPG mode, two of them, actually. One of them is the same one that was in last year's game, which follows you, like, in high school, and you have to, like, deal with your outside influences and, like, doing your homework and stuff like that. Okay. Really exciting sounding there, I know. But now there's an MLB Life one, too, where you have to uh, – come up through the minors and you, you follow one player through 20 years. So huh. you can either create your own character or Pick select character. like King Griffey Jr. or whoever your favorite character is right. or player, I guess. Yeah. And then you have to deal with outside influences there, like buying a house and <laughs> getting a girlfriend and everything like that. That's kind of, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it is. And the PS2 version and the Wii version are identical except for the Wii motion controls in those areas that I said earlier. But the Wii version is $40 while the PS2 version is 20 So I would suggest getting the PS2 version. Especially if you said it played, the Wii version played better on the classic controller. Yeah, I mean, I, I played it and it's fun. You pretty much just guess where where the pitcher's going to throw it. It shows like an area similar to like the All-Star Baseball uh, franchise if anybody played those back I don't know, early 2000s, late 1990s? I didn't. So okay. I can't really speak for our entire audience. Well, but, the um... basis is the pitcher, you can see where the pitcher is aiming, and you can see where the batter is kind of aiming. Right. Up until like a split second before the pitch is thrown. So you kind of guess where he's going to actually throw the pitch, and then you line up your bat there and you hit a button. Um, I'm going to get the PS2 version. There is a DS version coming out in later in August. And that version looks like it'll probably be good, too. That's the first DS version that's come over here to the States. Well, at least it's a a game that's potentially a little bit something different than a lot of what we've seen recently. Because it seems like all our games have been the same type of thing. 
yeah, I mean, it, especially for $20, you really can't go wrong with it. If, if you're into arcade-type sports at all, definitely a must-buy. Um, we also get the pleasure of previewing Puzzler Collection, which is a DS Wii game that's coming out that includes Crossword, Sudoku, Word Search, and Fit Word. What is Fit Word? Um, I kind of got bored at that point, so I'll be <laughs> honest. I thought, what's Fit Word? <laughs> I think it's <laughs> I think it's where you have those little boxes that you have to fit. Like you know that there's like six letters. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of like crossword puzzles. It's like the backwards version of crossword puzzles, right. almost. Right. Okay. I think I'm not a hundred percent on that. Um, one of the bullet points was that it has a stop and save function, so you know you're in for a treat when that's a highlight. <laughs> um, so it's a budget title, but you know, hey, for the DS, you're kind of looking for these portable type games, so it could potentially be decent. But I'd wait until it falls in price. I well, it's fifteen dollars already. I mean, I guess ten dollars is your is your falling in price level for this? Yeah. There's a lot of crossword Sudoku word search. Right. I mean, that market's this pretty well your, saturated. This might be your only chance of playing Fit Word, though. It might be. It might have the Fit Word market cornered. Yeah, it it looks like it has the number 2,000 on it. So it looks like there's a lot of these games in there. Yeah, 2,000 potential puzzles within. Oh. Hmm. Okay. It's also coming out for the Wii for $20. Which, I don't know. I think these games you almost want in a portable system. But maybe that's just me. Crossword puzzles on the Wii does not thrill me. No. No, it doesn't thrill me either. But we're also not really casual gamers, which is... That's now true. the new Wii market, so I don't know. Maybe, like, let's say your parents owned a Wii. Would they want to play crossword puzzles on the Wii? No, they play them in the paper that they get every day. What about a soccer mom? Would she want to play crossword puzzles on the Wii? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody We're reaching must. here. We've talked know. too much about Puzzler Collection already. So let's move on to what I would call the highlight of the show, aside from the prizes, the, the <laughs> swag. Um... Soul Calibur 4. See, I got the Roman numeral there. You get the Roman numeral right there. But it's 4. It's repetition. I think if you threw me like a 9, I'd be lost. Well, good job then. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, this is the game of the week, obviously. Um, Coming out for the 360 and the PS3. And the main difference between the two versions, we'll get that out of the way at the beginning, is that the 360 version comes with Yoda. Mm -hmm. And the PS3 version comes with Darth Vader. Now, there already have been screenshots and videos of Darth Vader fighting Yoda mm-hmm. online. So, obviously, there's downloadable content coming to where right. there's, these characters are going character? I mean, Well, they're not unlockable, I don't mm-hmm. think. It's going to be downloadable content. You're going to have to pay for Vader or Yoda, depending on which system, which yeah. game you, you buy but it for. At least for. you have that potential. Yeah, and it also comes with... You can't unlock uh, Darth Vader's Sith Apprentice from the upcoming Force Unleashed game. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know they can't hear me shrugging my shoulders, so I, I have to point out that that was my response. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah. That's... I don't really need the Sith Apprentice, but maybe somebody out there does. Uh, Unless it's Darth Maul, that Sith Apprentice I need. Okay, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen Darth Maul. You can create characters in this one. There, it comes with 30 characters to begin with, which is a ton of characters. It is a lot. But it does have a create a character mode. Um, I don't think it's that in-depth 
Like, I don't think you're going to be, like, be able to create Darth Maul. Like, put little bumps on his head. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think it's that, that quite that way. But um, you can upgrade your character that you create by, like, all these Soul Calibur games. They're great at giving you unlockables. They're great at providing a lot of modes that make it a good fighting game, even if you don't have people to play against. Right. It's got a, a uh, tower mode. I forget what the tower is called, but... A uh, where similar to like the Super Mario, uh, not Super Mario, Paper Mario games. Remember, <laughs> I was confused. Remember those pits that you would go down in, yeah. and you'd fight the waves right. of enemies. You get like level after level, and you can't. I mean, if you need to exit, you have to start back from level yes. one. Yes, same type of thing here. Uh, kind of like marathon yeah. mode in most puzzle games. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So when you get to a certain level, then you can save and get out of it, or you get a prize or unlock or whatever, and you unlock. Uh, new weapons and new armors and stuff that you can use for your creative character. And there's also a mode where you that's the mode if you go down to the tower. If you go up to the tower, it's got a bunch of different various modes. It's not just like fighting set set numbers of enemies as you're going down. You're looking at me confused. How can you go up and down through the tower? It doesn't make sense. Well, it's got a basement and it's a high rise. No, that that part isn't what confuses me. It's the part about do the, like, when, I mean, I'm guessing at least how Super Mario was when you go, like, level one. Okay, you fight at one really easy enemy, and level two, you fight. So when you're going up through the tower, do you start with, like, the really hard enemies? When you're going up through the tower, the way I understand it is you have specific objectives that you have to meet to pass through the levels. Like, maybe you have to perfect a fight. Okay. Or maybe you have to, like, in the past Soul Calibers, there's been things like where your energy has been constantly draining. Okay. And so you'd have to finish And then when you go level. down, you do... Go, going down, you just go through waves of enemies, like the Paper Mario games, okay. where they get progressively harder as you go down. Okay. I must not have been listening, focusing enough when you explained that the first time. I don't think I did a very good job of explaining it at the beginning. So it's, it's I'm glad you gave me that confused Because I don't, I don't know a lot about Soul Calibur. I never played it. it. It's just a really good fighting game with weapons well, that I know offers that. you a lot of different I have modes. seen you play it before, mm-hmm. but I've never understood the allure. So you're kind of giving us a little clue into why you like it and i would be buying this if we weren't going to mexico this week but i figured i would have no time to play it right now which i thought that's what you were buying at best buy but you were buying i was buying blastworks because it was it was cheap right but if you do go to best buy yes you get the premium edition right for ten dollars cheaper i noticed that so what's the premium edition the premium edition of course comes in a bigger box a tin box type of thing and it comes with a T-shirt. I think it comes with like a soundtrack, um, something called a like a tournament sheet or something like that. I'm not quite you sure. You can what bracket that is. yourself off. Yeah, a tournament bracket. Yes. Sweet. I I don't know quite what that is, or if it's actually a paper tournament bracket, or whether it's something you do online. Hmm. I, I don't know. know. But uh, yeah, it's only seventy dollars at Best Buy, and it's eighty dollars on Amazon. As far as the premium edition. Mm-hmm. The normal edition is fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, normal. and Circuit City is offering a free mini guide if you buy the normal edition at Circuit City. Well, that means we have to move on from the best game this week. Yes. To Summer Athletics, the Ultimate Challenge. Uh, yes. We just can't quite... We've peaked too early. We can't quite seem to get away from these Olympic games. Olympic games, games Olympic games. Um... What is he, there to somebody say about didn't it? know the Olympics are coming up. Yeah, no kidding. I, I I was hoping we'd get another Izzy in the quest for the magical rings or whatever game. Do you remember that? 
Oh, that was the little the little Olympic uh, blue like, guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was made out of the the Olympic rings. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he uh, he apparently isn't so doing so well anymore. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> when did that game come out? How long ago? That was the Atlanta Olympics, so that was ninety six. That was the Olympics that I actually uh, went and saw. Yeah, you went and saw track and field. Mm-hmm. Michael Johnson. Yes, I saw Michael Johnson. Right. And I saw the award ceremony for the 5,000 meter power walk or something like that. Woohoo! And I, and I saw Mark Henry afterwards eating in a Barn Hills country buffet. He's probably hungry at that point. Yeah. Well, you know, I think his name's Mark Henry. He, he was a, in the Olympics, he was like a uh, dead weightlifter. Okay. Like really huge guy, and then after the Olympics, he became a uh, like a WWE wrestler. So they probably lost their money on him that day at Barnhill's. Oh, oh yeah, at Barnhill's Country Buffet, he was packing it in. I'm sure. Yeah, he, he was. That's a big the kind dude. of guy that you want to you want to go to a buffet. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if deadlifting is in this game or not. Well, see, now we've brought it back to the game. It's all about the game. Um, <laughs> This We've... is the same company that made Winter Sports the Ultimate Challenge, and okay. that got mediocre reviews, so I'm sure this one You're will too. predicting? Well, let's move on to the Wii games, because this one, although it's not quite what our CAG target audience um, is looking for, it, it potentially could be if they have kids, and that's Freddy Fish Kelp Seed Mystery, which the Freddy Fish games were PC games that are featured the little yellow fish. Yeah, he was the pre-Nemo Nemo, Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, he's been out for a while. I remember playing these games when I was babysitting. Okay. So probably in high school. Yeah, he was, he was kind of pre-Nemo, post-Flounder. Mm, probably, yeah. He, he was the, the stopgap between those two, I think. Yes, yes, he was. These games are pretty good, though, for kids. There's three series that are all made by the same publisher, and that's Freddy Fish... Pajama Sam, and, um, oh, what was the other one? Spy Fox. Okay. And I've seen them. They're, uh, they're, they're good. What do they teach you adventure. about? They're not edutainment. I mean, they're just oh, fun. They're not? No, not completely. It's a lot of matching and just picking up things in the environment and, you know, collecting stuff. And All right. They're, they're, $20. Yeah. I mean, they're decent for kids. King of Clubs. What is this? It's a mini golf game. Okay. There's there's apparently a lot of those coming out too because I I played the carnival games one at at E3. Um. Yeah. It seems like the Wii just really lends itself to mini golf. <laughs> so... Lends itself to a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> yes, but mini golf is one of them. Um. This looks like a decent decent mini golf game. Um. It's got some different modes that aren't. In just standard mini golf. Oh, okay. Like, there's one where there's money strewn about the holes so that you actually have to, like, go get the money if you want the money versus you might not get the best shot then because you're trying to hit your ball not where you necessarily would want to normally hit it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, to it's collect a, it's the money. a risk-reward type of thing. Right. And then you can you can use your money to buy stuff within the game. And, well, that's convenient. That would suck um, if you got all that money and then yeah. didn't do and then anything. then there's, like... like you know, sticky ball where your ball, as soon as it hits, like if you chip, as soon as it hits, it sticks. It doesn't roll. You can chip? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess how why else would it leave the 
Maybe if it goes off a ramp. Yeah. Potentially. Or something. It's, okay. it's in the air. And okay. And it hits, it sticks. Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Uh, $30 for that, huh? Yeah, that's the biggest downfall. It doesn't seem like a $30 game. It seems like it should have been released as a $20 game, and maybe we'll all buy it when it drops to $15. Uh, okay. We'll have to see how that one does. I don't need it. I don't need mini golf. I actually like mini golf games. Yeah, but if we're going to play golf games, we're going to pick up Hot Shots or Mario. Well, that's true. There are way better games that we have not given a shot to. Or we love golf. Right. Yeah. This uh, one's not high up on the list. No, it's not. Next one is, though, PlayStation 2 game. Women's Volleyball Championship. How huh? did I not get to preview huh? this? I think I was the first to say you not can't. it. No, um, I'm guessing boobs. No. Oh, this is what you told me about. There are no boobs. No boobs. Because it's not beach volleyball. Well, it's knee pads and elbow pads and... and yes. And, and headbands. And headbands In volleyball. a school gym volleyball. Yes, this is team sports indoor volleyball. Um, hmm. Yeah, it, it. I don't know who greenlit this. Uh, um, it's kind of weird because it's from Spike, and those that company is that developer is really strange. Are you sure they don't have big boobs? No, I'm positive. Well, I mean, I I'm sure they're adequately sized boobs, but it's not it's not that mm-hmm. or live beach volleyball it's it's not outlaw sports beach or whatever volleyball it's like you're going to watch water polo well could that be next that could be next i went with women's field hockey as my next vote yeah but it's from spike like the developer i bet they greenlit it because of the olympics this is a tie-in Ooh. There's volleyball in the Olympics. Team sport volleyball. That could that could be it. It's an Olympic tie-in without okay. actually having to say it's an Olympic game and therefore have to pay for the license. That's it's such a weird like. Why like, would you want that job? It's like okay, we're gonna make a women's volleyball game today, guys. Great. I don't know. Maybe there's people that really enjoy women's volleyball and wanted to see the game happen. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to to put a positive spin on this. Yeah. But what we should do is move on to the 360 games coming out. Okay. The thing I was going to say about Spike, since I got interrupted twice. Sorry. That's okay. It's the same uh, development studio that does the uh, Fire Pro Wrestling series. So, it's kind of weird. My guess is somebody's wife said that they were spending too much time making wrestling games, and that was to appease them. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that one's $10, so... Really? That's what it's coming out at? It's coming out at $10. That's not a good sign when your game comes out for $10. For the the PlayStation 2. Yes. But uh, this next one looks pretty good for the Xbox 360. Spectral Force 3. Uh, It's the Atlas game of the week. They are churning them out, aren't they? They are coming pretty quick, yeah. Um, This is another strategy RPG. Uh, Their last one on 360 was Operation Darkness, which was the vampire... Uh, werewolf Nazi game. Okay. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that hybrid. Yes. Uh, whereas this is your more traditional uh, ogres and demons and humans kind of fantasy role-playing experience, and it's got a more uh, three-quarters view isometric type of thing. It's very similar in looks to Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, the interesting thing about it is that they've kind of simplified the way the game controls. 
in that you're not constantly going through menus to select everything. Everything is, all your pertinent actions are mapped to the four face buttons and the two shoulder buttons. Okay. Um, and as soon as you make one of those choices, all of the options on those buttons choose the next appropriate thing. So, say, if you say attack, then it shows you all the different ways you can attack on your buttons. So you're not, like, scrolling through all your spells and everything. You're not, and it pops you're not going through your items. Screen. Yeah, it pops it up on the screen. So it's real easy to tell what your uh, options yeah. are. Otherwise, it'd be really difficult to remember. Right. So it, it saves a lot of scrolling through screens and going through inventory and that type of thing. Um, there's over 40 different characters and character types that you can add to your squad. And the whole story is that um, it's in this land called Neverland. And the balance between... Is Peter Pan. Sorry. No, Peter Pan is involved. But... <laughs> I just have to interrupt sometimes. No, I mean, that's, that's an honest question there. Neverland? Really? They couldn't come up with something more creative and less Disney? Well, I, I don't know. That's what, they, that's what they went with. Okay, fair I, enough. That might not be their strong It was their point. choice. Yeah. But it's set in that land, Neverland. Neverland. Got it. And it's your typical... The balance between heaven and hell have been thrown off, so now the world is at war to get that balance back. And so you you can choose between 10 different factions of mercenaries, and you go over like 150 different missions. There's a lot of different missions. There's kind of neat little gauges that pop up to where you can have a friend gauge, and if you build up your friend gauge, then you can have the different characters perform uh, uh, like two-player attacks kind of thing. Uh, it's co-op only one-player game, but yeah, co-op okay. attacks. And then if you build up your rage meter, then all the people on your team do a battle formation attack where it kind of goes to like a Final Fantasy type summon type thing where the screen goes black and you see all your players or your characters flying in. Huh. That's kind of, I, that's, have they done that before in a game, like with the gauges? I mean, I can't, I'm I sure guess I can't really com- it to anything but this isn't also really my style of game so i don't know yeah it's typically not my exact style of game either do you think you'll play this one yes i i want to play this one um it the it's very anime it's got uh really nice animated cut scenes to it and the voice acting is pretty good from what I, what i've seen hmm. um but i'll probably i'll probably wait until it drops to 40 just because i have a feeling it will quickly but fries does have it for 53 dollars this week Moving on to the PC titles, then? Yeah, Treehouse Gamer uh, put some together for us. He really missed an opportunity for uber sarcasm with Dream Day Wedding Married in Manhattan. Uh, what does he have to say about that? He's kind of serious about it. Oh, okay. Um, this is a pseudo-wedding planner simulation. With an adventure game interface, your job is to make sure that the two different weddings featured in the game go without a hitch. There are hmm. several unlockables, including some honeymoon levels and mini games. Unlockable honeymoon levels? That's plenty of fodder right there. Yeah. That that sounds wonderful. Yeah, really. I feel sorry for him having to preview that. It would have been me, so I'm <laughs> This thankful. is, of course, a series of games. I've, I've seen these at Target. The Dream Day Weddings? Yeah. There's lots of them? Yeah, I think I think the, the last one was like uh, Broken Condom, Mistake in Brooklyn or something like that. That was, that was the prequel to this one. Shut up. <laughs> You're... How, did, how, now tell me, when did he send you these previews? When did he send, these are like, he sent them to me last week. And when did you think up that joke? Not very long ago. 
Really? Really. I was reading through his preview. Yes, I'm being honest. But you did pre-think that. What? Before I said it, yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure. Uh, Fate, Undiscovered Realms. Uh, That is a Diablo clone, apparently, that he's not too thrilled about. Hack and Slash. Got it. Uber Soldier 2. That sounds like a great one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, apparently that's that's the sequel to Uber Soldier. Which uh, apparently is pretty bad as well. I don't know. He kind of went with some bad games this week in the PC realm. But I guess that's what they have to offer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't have much to to talk about. Uh, So that moves on to On the DL with the Shipwrecks. That's us. And we get a lot of downloadables this week. Yeah, there's the virtual console games to start off with. uh, Art of Fighting 2 originally for the Neo Geo. And that is, of course, a mediocre... 2D fighting, fighting game, game? for ten dollars, nine dollars, yeah, for nine dollars. Oh. Yeah, uh, and then there was Chase HQ originally for the TurboGrafx 16. Right. Um, this game was a driving game where you you start off the level being a certain amount of time behind the thief that you're chasing, and then you have to catch up to them. Okay, I remember this game now. You're a detective. Yeah, I played it in the arcade some. Yeah, I I, I don't it, know that much um, about it. I did read in Wikipedia that really good players mm-hmm. who did not need to use continues could beat the game in 10 minutes. Wow. So it's not known for its length. I don't know. $6? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be so. good for nostalgic purposes? No, I think I think we should move on. I think that it would be good for moving on. To frat party games Pong Toss, which was known as frat party games Beer Pong, but... A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people were upset about that. There were objections. Uh, It's beer pong. Excellent. On the Wii. Um, Of course, we watched the video of this on on the Wii channel, or the Nintendo channel. Right. And it's basically, you're just uh, flicking the the Wii mode in the air to simulate throwing the ping pong balls into the solo cups. Right. But. It's kind of, the whole thing just seems kind of ironic to me. Kamish actually wanted to come over this Friday and play it and and and, uh he was gonna bring the beer and i was gonna buy the game see here's here's the issue and i brought this up in my preview we have all seen the pictures of the wiimote through the tv Mm -hmm. the chances of that occurring under beer influence are greater so in my mind really you only want to be playing beer pong when you're not drinking beer for the sake of your television right I was talking to a guy at work about this, and I was thinking he should get his kids this game. That way, they'd be really good at good at it when they got to college. <laughs> he wouldn't have to worry about them getting drunk because they would be really good. Right. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of a point. Yeah. So I, I encourage everybody to to buy this for your kids. It's ready to eat for everyone. Yeah, because it's not beer pong. It's pong toss. Of course, it's not beer pong. It's frat party games. <laughs> All right. Do you think they're going to come out with Flip Cup? Is Flip Cup next? Yeah, I think it has to be. I've never played Flip Cup. You never played Flip Cup? No, you played Flip Cup. Yeah. With my friends. Yes, I played Flip Cup. I was on call that day, that football game. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the Michigan game. I don't know what it was. But anyway, never played Flip Cup. So I would be really bad at it. But I tend to avoid drinking games because I have no coordination and I get drunk really easily, which drinking games, not for me. (laughs) So, 
moving on again to Parappa the Rapper, which came out last week, but we missed it because PlayStation. Yeah, it's a typical PlayStation excuse. Um, This is the PSP version of the game and now in downloadable form. And they're trying to charge $23 for it when it's only $20. Why are they trying to charge $23 for this game? I have no idea. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I thought you must have had a typo. No, it's $23. I bought this on the UMD version of it for at most $10. It's in a lot of like clearance bins or been in sales for $10 and less Mm -hmm. in a lot of stores. So this pricing makes no sense to me. So I'm intrigued by the next one. Pixel Junk Eden? Is that like Pixel Junk Monsters? Same company. Um, I played the demo of it. It was at E3. Am I going to like it? I don't think so. The the premise is you are like this little insect type guy. Okay. So Um, far I'm good. You really can't tell what he is. He's just... A thing. An unknown. Yeah, he's very small on the screen. And you can shoot uh, webbing out or, like, a thin line of silk that you can, like, hang from and swing around in circles. And you do this on flowers. Okay. And when you swing around, you can knock into enemies that look like other kind of, like, bug-type things. Yeah, now I'm not so sure. It's not difficult, per se. But you can either hit them with your, your... line of web or whatever or you can hit them with your actual body while you're swinging around and then while you're doing that you can collect like pollen that comes out of those guys and then you take that and you run into another like little flower type seed type thing fertilize it yeah and fertilize it and that's how you climb up through the level and you can play i think puzzle game kind of it's kind of almost not a game almost it's it is a game but it's like it's got that like artsy type of thing to it and i don't think it controls all that well like that's my problem with it is oh yeah something like that has to control well otherwise i don't think you'll like it because of the controls i get really frustrated with because controls. you fall all the way down to the bottom a lot oh yeah that's not good. and if you're playing in co-op and one person falls all the way down to the bottom the camera follows them there so the person up top is gonna pretty much fall down to the bottom too hmm so I, I don't think it's going to be something you like, but we'll try it out. But they haven't announced the price yet for it either. Hmm. Uh, Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2, which you've been playing. Yes, already. I bought that this this morning. Uh, this is, of course, the sequel. And it it implements a lot of things that came in the other Geometry Wars games. Geometry Wars Galaxies, the, the Wii and the DS version. Right. It brings a lot of the enemies and... Um, some of the the modes and stuff over from there. That were new. Yeah, that were new over there. And it also brings in Geometry uh, Wars Waves, which was in Project Gotham 4 as an unlockable. So it's got six different modes. The first mode reminds me of Pac-Man Championship Edition in that you have a set time limit to, to score as many points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can die as much as you want. Um, so you're just trying to score as many points as you can in oh, three minutes. Oh, that's why you kept dying today. Well, that wasn't why I kept dying. Well, but... right, but I kept wondering, how many guys do you have? Yeah, when you okay. were watching me, I was trying to explain what the new green uh, little pieces were. Right. The, the... coins, basically, that right. pop out that increase your multiplier after you shoot an enemy. Um, 
And I found out what those things that kind of look like barbells yeah. were. Yeah. I had no idea what those were. Apparently those were in at least one of the two galaxies or, right. or waves. Um, you can fly through those. And as long as you don't hit the sides of them, yeah. um, those are like a, a local smart bomb that take out the enemies that are close to you. Oh, you were so trying I, not to fly I should have been through. flying through those things instead of oh. avoiding them. Yes. Oh, that'll help. Yeah, but they they've upped the graphics quite a bit yeah. too, so it's really bright now. Yeah, there's a lot going there's on. There's a I lot. I could not going watch on. much of it. This is the type of thing that dries out my eyes really quickly. Uh-huh. So I like the three minute mode. Um, and then, not all the modes are unlocked to begin with, so you have to work your way through them. You have to play each get... mode for a certain amount of time. Right. You said. Yeah, and the original Geometry Wars is one of those modes. So you have the original games in there. Waves is one of those modes. There's a mode called, I think, King, where the only place you can fire your weapon is inside these little circles, and the circles keep on moving. So you have to avoid the enemies, get to one of the circles, shoot That's the enemies. That's kind of intriguing. Yeah, and the enemies can, like, collapse your circle on you, like, if they if they hit your circle. So it's kind of an interesting uh, new mode. And you can play all the modes in co-op as well, locally. Um, Which I won't be playing with you. That kind of no. that just makes me. Gives uh, me Schizoid was was bad enough. Yeah, Geometry Wars. There'd be, it'd be awful. Yeah. us playing together. Well, that's it. Those are all the games. Well, that, that's some. It's not a lot, and not a lot that's really good. Um, as always, our show is hosted by GoDaddy. So get ninety six dollars in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code CAG, that's C-A-G, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Very good. Dig us. We like digs. What number are we at? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, uh, I, can, I can check that. You go ahead and I'll, leave I'll us, look it up. Leave us reviews on iTunes. We like to get those. Check us out in written for, form on cheapassgamer.com, CAG 2.0. And if you have questions or comments, you can PM either one of us or email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Yeah, just go ahead and uh, do that. That way we can have a lot of stuff to talk about on episode 51 when we get back. Right. But I may or may not be taking my computer with me. I haven't decided yet. It's but... hard to travel. I yeah. don't know. It looks like we're at 930 digs, so we need to close in on that 1,000 here pretty soon. Yeah, we soon. do. Well, um, hopefully we'll have a nice vacation, and we will be back all refreshed for episode number 51. Yes. Well, at least we'll, we'll have plenty of refreshments because we're going to a all-inclusive resort. Yes, with a beach. I'm so excited. It should be nice. Yeah. I'm excited. That's it? That's it. All right. It's time to get dinner. I'm yeah, let's go. I'm surprised my stomach didn't contribute. Now, you said you want to go get nachos. I want nachos. Trying to get a little Mexico early? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm excited. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get some nachos. Bye.